Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to a new podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate it greatly. Uh, as you can tell on YouTube or if you're watching or listening on any other platform, it is just me by myself today. Parker is currently over at our shop that we go to, Precision Dynamics. He is having a, I guess you could say, pre-purchase inspection. Only it's, it's not, he already bought the car, but he needs to get the car looked at by Precision to make a video. Uh, his channel is becoming much of a, much more of a, E46 channel, which is good because he's had a lot of opportunity to learn about that car and have the chance to understand the car. He's owned it for a couple of weeks now and his channel's done very well. So Mike, the owner of Precision, is going to put up on a lift. They're going to film a video. I just got back from being over there and I did like a quick, I guess you could say first impression video. Parker, let me drive the car just briefly down the street to get a feel for it. Um, and I don't know if I'm going to use that as a full video because I'd love to have like a GoPro set up and better audio and the car to be super, you know, warmed up and then be able to kind of rip on it. But uh, we'll see where that goes. You'll If you watch my main videos, you'll see that that footage will fall somewhere into, into my channel's content. I think the, the way that I like to approach this podcast is in a couple different ways, but the main way that I see it unfolding is I'd like to do the solo podcast um, because last time I uploaded a video one week ago, talking about how one of my jobs that I had had made me feel like very sick, like to the, like to my stomach where I hated going there every day and it just got worse and worse. And it was a story that I had never shared before um, with, with a lot of people. A lot of people don't know that. So I had the chance to kind of open up and explain more, I guess about a, a couple of choices I made as a, as my career that were gut wrenching. And I shared a little bit more personal stuff. And I think that having one or two solo podcasts a week is probably beneficial for anyone out there who wants to know like certain things about like life or business or personal things with me. Cause it gives me an opportunity to talk for, you know, 30 minutes. And I appreciate you guys who want to listen and hopefully get value from this stuff because it's weird. I think YouTube is kind of my legacy because of the fact that you upload a video and it's most likely going to be there forever. Um, you know, in a hundred years or, 500 years or even next year, if there's somebody out there that happens to stumble upon one of my videos or they end up finding something from my channel that if they get, if you guys get value from it, then that makes me feel good. Even when everybody's gone that I know, which is kind of gnarly to say, but it makes me feel good to know that I'm providing content and value for people out there to an extent. So moving forward with this, I'd like to make one or two podcasts a week by myself, uh, covering, you know, one or two topics that I could talk about for a while because I can definitely talk about cars and I think that obviously it's my passion but I also going into like business and lifestyle I feel like I can offer a lot because I've I've been through a lot you know uh I've seen homelessness before I lost a parent when I was younger uh I've dealt with binge eating and weight issues um I've never had any problems with drugs or alcohol but I've seen it. I've been around it a lot. I had a lot of friends die from it, which sucks. And I've seen a lot of, you know, a lot of things in life that are pretty crazy. I don't think that it's anything that's like terrifying, but it's a lot of stuff that has built me and who I am. And if anyone's wondering about what's going on in the world right now, I made a post on Instagram. I've talked a little bit, a little bit about it before. And, uh, you know, it's a very neutral thing for me that I have to, educate myself a little bit more on, but it, I rather, you know, listen, I'd rather stop, listen and learn than say something now 
that doesn't make sense to people. And all I can say is right now, I'm just listening to what's happening in the world. And it's a lot. I, I think that there's a lot to be said. It's just the right time, you know? So I'm, I'm here listening. I hope people see that. I'm, I'm definitely aware. And I don't want to stay quiet about it. So we'll see. But move, moving on, uh, I want to talk about one subject that I just came up with. I filmed another episode before this, and I just couldn't figure out what to talk about. I had a couple things lined up, and I was like, I'm just going to talk about what I what I think would be beneficial today. And the main topic today is going over uh, how to start a, a company. It's not it's not that hard. It's not that hard to start up your own business and get things rolling. The hardest part is making it last. And it's kind of tough because I've had, you know, I have my Burke University where you can sign up and you learn how to do what I do. I have my agency here where we reach out to businesses. And when I first started, it was strictly small companies. And then it grew into corporations and larger companies and companies that were doing, you know, million dollars a month in sales. And they had us do their social media and their marketing. And I had to start somewhere. So I started with window tint shops and stereo shops and very small companies that were growing, not very small, but to an extent. And what I would do is I would reach out and say, Hey, I can do your social media for you. Here's how much I charge. And sure enough, you know, after you ask a hundred different companies, if they all say no, what if that 101st company says yes, but you gave up at a hundred. And that's kind of what I did is I kept going and going, asking more and more and more. So I think that, you know, if you're able to come up with an idea and you realize that maybe there's a problem out there in the world that you can solve, whether it's something like the face masks right now or hand sanitizer or moving forward, who knows what's next. if you're able to jump in on stuff like that, you know, you can make money doing that and there's certain things, but I always look at like, what's long-term? What, what does everybody need? Well, a lot of people need like mattresses. A lot of people need a place to live. Companies do need marketing. Companies do need certain departments. You know, you look at dealerships, they need a finance person most likely. If you have a dealership, you need salespeople. You know, if you have a restaurant, you need cooks. There's so many things out there that are demanding that, you know, if you want to be an employee, that's fine. There's no problem with working for somebody else, working your way up. Or if you want to select that for the rest of your life, if you're making money and you're putting food on your table, there's absolutely no problem with that. And I think a lot of people get worried about, oh, I need to have this by 20, this by 25, this by 30. And I'm guilty of that for sure. But it's only going to cause you to set some kind of limit, some kind of time, time limit, some kind of expectation that, you know, if you said you by 25, you want something, but oh, it doesn't happen until you're 27. Who, who cares? You know, maybe that was a good thing for you to save extra money or to be able to have more time to have experience and learn. And I think that a lot of people miss out on that concept of it's okay to work for somebody else. There's no problem. I did it from, you know, when I was 14 or 15, I was a photographer at a, a body shop that would fix up, you know, insurance claims and they would need photos sometimes or they'd have like a old school Lincoln or a new Mercedes on HRE wheels or whatever. And they're like, Hey, we need some stuff for our MySpace or for our Facebook. And I remember that in the beginning. So I do their photo shoots and I get paid, you know, a hundred bucks here, a hundred bucks there, whatever. And then sure enough, when I was 18, I was able to land a job taking photos for a car dealership and 
helping out getting coffee and doing errands and stuff. And then, uh, I just kind of grew from that and it was okay. Like I worked for somebody from 18 to 25. So seven years of, of learning. And I got to a point where I had started up a couple of different companies. I started a clothing line. I started a printing business for photography. I started a lot of different things and I learned from everything. There's never a failure. It's always a lesson to me. And I think one of the hardest things in between all that is, it's not so much of coming up with the idea. It definitely is hard to continue with it sometimes. And if you're not seeing the results, it's definitely hard to stay consistent. But I think one of the hardest things that happened to me would be like the negativity and the doubt and the stuff that people would say. Cause I, I was, I had a hard time with judgment when I was younger about what people said that I was doing or this or that. And even people that were older than me would say things like, Oh, you're too scatter minded. You're, you're doing too much. You're doing this, you're doing. And it's like, dude, that, that's how I learn. I kept just fighting through it. And as time went on, when I got older, people would start messaging me back, apologizing or saying, Hey, good job. Or, Hey, I'm happy that you made it or Hey, this and that. And you have to look at even further than that. What does it even mean to say you made it? Oh, you have boats and cars and you have a huge house, but are you happy? Did you get to reach the point where you realize that you're happy in your life? Sure. That the materialistic stuff may make you happy, but for me, I wanted to have something that meant like, okay, what, what is it that I want every single day? One of the main things that I had wanted to do was to have creative freedom and not just creative freedom, but freedom in general, where if I wanted to go see my mom on a Tuesday, I could. If I wanted to sleep in, nobody was haggling me to get into an office. If I wanted to take a laptop to Starbucks and work from the Starbucks, I could. You know, that's what I wanted to do. I always wanted to have that freedom of not having somebody that's crawling down your back. Like, you have to do this, you have to do that, micromanaging, blah, blah, blah. And it, it didn't bug me to the point where it made me mad every day. It just was in the back of my head. And, you know, going through all this stuff, there's a lot more I can talk about. But I think that starting your own business, it's not that hard. You have to find something that you're passionate about. You have to find something that you can do every day. You, If you want to become, you know, a drop shipper or you want to invent a product or if you want to be a photographer or you want to be a YouTuber, you can't just like go, you can't just jump into it right away and, okay, I'm going to do this. And then you know, the first two weeks of doing it, you're like, okay, this is cool. It's great. But then what happens six months down the line? What happens a year? What happens five years? What happens 10 years down the line? Do you think that you're really going to be happy doing that? You really have to focus on what's that, what's going to make you happy. And I think finding that is, is definitely hard, but I think that the more that you allow yourself just to kind of be free and listen to what you, you enjoy, not what your parents want you to do, not what your friends say you should do, not what your, your siblings are doing, not what, not following a path unless you want to. But if you have something that you're passionate about, you can make a career around it. Like literally anything. There's so much you can do around digital marketing in any kind of field that you can make a career off of it. So when I had the chance, I realized, you know, what, what can I do that will allow me to have a laptop at Starbucks? What can I do that will allow me to go visit my mom? 
And I found it, you know, I found that online marketing is it. And I'm passionate for it because I've done it my whole life. From the moment that I was 13, when I signed up, if you're some real OG internet users, comment below and let me know if you remember these. So I started, I think, with Flickr. I still have my Flickr account. I used Zanga and Blogger. This is like 2002, maybe 2001. I used AIM Messenger. I used MSN Messenger. My brother used ICQ, if you remember that. And I remember like building my profile on MySpace and using all the HTML. That's how I learned a lot of code. And then, man, what else was there? I used Divine Art as a photography website and every form out there, a lot of forms. And what I would do is I would go do photo shoots and come back, edit the photos and put them on all those platforms. And in, in every single way, that's marketing, sharing your work, showing people what you can do. And then eventually people hit you up to pay you to do a photo shoot. And then I built a database from that and people started trusting me more and more and more. And sure, like it took me years and I, I spent a lot of time doing it, but the, anything, anything worthwhile doing is something you can do for the rest of your life. Like anything that you're passionate about that brings you that much happiness where it doesn't feel like work, you can do that forever. And when I come into my office every when I wake up and when I was living in San Diego and I drove an hour every day, I'd wake up excited and I still do every day. I wake up excited to come into my office, sit down. I, I came in and I was just super excited to finally sit down, go through a million emails, go through all my invoices, start editing a YouTube video, film some YouTube videos with Parker. And then this morning we went through every single client that we have to talk to him and make sure everything, everything's good. You know, I have a bunch happening and then I get to make a podcast and then I get to go work on my affiliate marketing. So, you know, I have, if you look on my wall, I have this thing that's all structured out that talks about how I have me as an influencer which is like me as like the business owner influencer that falls into the Burke marketing, which is my agency. I have my YouTube channel and then I have a silent business that I don't really talk about. Um, it's a separate business that I've been working on for a while, but I'll release it to the public maybe 2021. I have a Burke university course, which is where you can learn how to do what I do. I'm not one of those guys that's like live your freedom life and sit on a boat. I'm more of like, Hey, if you want to bring in some extra money, to pay for your rent or to help your mom out or, you know, to have a couple extra bucks on the side where you can manage somebody's social media to get paid. That's what I do. You know, I do that here. This is my business. So I teach that because so many people ask me and I'm like, yeah, I'll make a course. I guess I just, I don't promote it because I just feel, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be buy my course kind of guy. I have it. It's there. If you guys want to learn how to do it. It's fine. And then I also have a second YouTube channel, which is, an unboxing channel where I unbox everything that I buy. And then I have an affiliate link in those videos. So when you watch the video, let's say, Oh, you got a M4 GTS diecast car, Ferrari Pista diecast car. You got a new laptop stand or like this little thing right here. I have a little off-road race car diecast. I have one of these things on, sorry if you're listening to it, but I have a, a memory card holder holds all my memory cards. So you can have all your memory cards in one spot for your camera. I do unboxing videos to show people what it looks like when you get it from Amazon. Or if you buy it from another website, you know, I have, I have roughly eight to nine affiliate programs right now. So to be 
to be creative constantly, I'm able to, you know, I, I started my social media business and then I started doing affiliate marketing and then I did YouTube for a long time. I've done photography. I've done all these things where it's all digital marketing of, of content creation and content distribution in return, which I get paid for all that, you know? So there's not just one or two things. There's a lot of different things that I do that are structured around online marketing, but I'm 28 now. And I didn't know when I was 14 that I'd be doing this, you know, 14 is when I got my main camera and moved to San Diego and started working, you know, going to car dealerships and understanding how to do photography and all those things. And it took time. And I think a lot of people don't realize that because you look at people who have very fast success on Instagram, you don't have to have that. I know that people are impatient, but social media teaches people to be very impatient. It's okay for things to take 10 years. The time's going to pass anyways. You can't, you can't moan and be sad about, oh, well, that's going to take me forever. Well, guess what, dude? The time's going to pass anyway, so you might as well get learning today. And that's what I did. I took full advantage of it. So on top of that, you know, I have the second channel, which generates me affiliate money. I have a podcast channel, which is what you guys are listening to right now. Uh, 26 episodes in, we decided not to run any ads yet. We don't want, we don't want to. We would rather promote our own YouTube channels and our own affiliate links and, you know, promote more things that are around myself and Parker rather than a shaver or rather than some kind of software that we don't actually use. So I'd like to stay genuine to what I believe in and what I actually use, but that is another way to generate money is to do ads in your videos and stuff like that. And then uh, I have a couple other things like I do have my affiliate marketing in general, where I can choose which program I want to advertise more of. I advertise mostly my, I have another channel, which is video games, which is where I do my sim racing. And I have an affiliate program with the sim company who sells the steering wheels, the pedals and things like that. So that's, I don't know how this went from a business talk to all my streams of income, but somehow it did. And I, I hope that all, me sharing this helps you guys understand that I, I was thinking this morning when I was like 17, living in La Jolla or, you know, uh, Mission Hills, going to school in La Jolla, I had my dream girlfriend, super in love with her, had all my good friends around me, and we would go to Marine Street Beach in San Diego, you know, park our cars on a Saturday morning at, at 10 a.m., on you know up the street and walk down and we just spend the whole day there together and then go get food you know in the afternoon go hang out somewhere go to somebody's pool then we would get you know dinner and then we'd all go out and party super hard all night till three or four in the morning then i'll go back to my house i had a, a guest house that i lived in and i could have you know 15 people over at a time and sure enough we just relax. And then I'd hang out with my girlfriend and it, you know, it was like the dream life. It was the dream life. And in the time you don't realize how fortunate you are, how fortunate I was. I hope that a lot of people had good experiences with that and they understand where I'm coming from because all that's gone now. I don't have any of that. And I'll never, ever, ever be sad that I don't have that. I'm thankful every day that that happened. I was, I was talking to like Gibbs about it. And to be 100% honest, like we were able to have 
our dream high school experience with both of us having girlfriends, both of us being able to go to car shows together, both of us being at the same school. And, you know, we had like the dream prom. We both brought girls home and you know how it went down. Like we had the best prom experience ever. And, you know, all those special moments that I have of spending time at Marine street with my, my friend Emmy at his grandma's house and barbecuing out in his backyard while being sunburned and all these things. And the point I'm trying to make is that all those moments, you don't have like this crazy pressure of bills and crazy pressure of responsibility. And even when I was 18 and I got a job as a receptionist part-time at a dealership, that was like level one. That was like, okay, I have a boss. I have to be somewhere. I have responsibility. And you're like, oh, this is so much to deal with. And then you, you become full-time. Then I moved out on my own when I was 18, got my own place. Then I had a car, which meant gas and insurance. And then I, you know, had my phone bill. My, my mom paid for it. And then I started paying for it. <clears throat> so then you start stacking up. You're like, all right, I'm level two now, I'm level three. And there's just so much time when you wish that you could go back to not, ha not having so much responsibility. Cause now fast forward 10 years later, whatever I have, I have five employees right now. I pay three different rents right now. My mom's my house that the place I'm at now and my apartment and my office here in Irvine. I have two cars, got insurance on both, got a bunch of phones, a bunch of devices, have to pay insurance and, and workers comp. You understand that when you start a business, I got to pay for a CPA, got to pay for a tax person, got to pay for food for myself and my mom. Um, you know, I got to, I got to invest in my YouTube channel, which means parts for my M3 and, and traveling. I just went to New York a while back and you know, that's not cheap. It's like 3000 bucks for the trip. <clears throat> so you start to look at all these things where when I'm looking at all of my bills and all the things and how much money goes out every two weeks or how much money goes out every month between all my employees, my business, all the shit that I have on my plate right now. And I never want to complain and I never will. But I had a moment this morning of like, man, being back in high school, sitting on the beach with my girlfriend, no, no responsibility, no bills, cruising in my E30, going to Taco Bell and hanging out with my friends with, with no worries in life. That I cherish so much and I'll never get sad that it's gone. I'm happy it happened. But now moving forward as a business owner, I hope that moments like this right now where I'm hoping one day I'm like, oh man, I have a hundred employees. I got 10 different locations. Remember that time when you're in Irvine, you know, at Manny's garage with your five people or four people here in the Florida and all this, I'm, I want to get to that point. And I think it's extremely special for me to look back at moments like that and extremely special to acknowledge moments that I'm going through right now as a business owner. And I wanted to title this video, how to start your own business. But I think that this is, uh, this went way, way different than what I expected, but this is why I love the podcast. I can share this stuff with you guys and I hope that you get value from it. But the whole point of what I just shared with you is to cherish every moment as much as you can, because it is, it is crazy to have your own business. And I think that when you have an idea 
and you're passionate about something, go after it. At least give it a shot because you never know what could happen. Don't don't think like, oh, well, I don't have the money or I don't have the time or I don't have the resources. You do. You can find a way. I found a way to make it work. Anyone else out there can, even if you have no following on social media, even if you have no supporters behind you, if you're able to come up with an idea and you're able to find something that makes you feel special and you feel excited. And like when I wake up in the morning and I get to be excited to come into work, I can't ask for anything more than that. And I'll cherish that every single day that I own this company because it is so special to me and it is such a good feeling. And I'm not a millionaire. I don't make crazy money. I'm happy with what I make. I would love to make more, but at the same time, I don't worry about it. I get to, I look at every day, you know, we lost 60% of our income at the company when the COVID thing hit 60 huge amount, but we're, we're recouping that right now and we're learning how to deal with it. And now instead of me saying, Oh no, I lost money or I'm losing this. I'm looking at, okay, where, where do we stand today? And how can we move forward with what we have? So I moved back from Florida, got rid of my apartment there, came back. Oh, lived with my mom for two months, saved 2000 bucks a month from not having a rent, started driving less, staying home in San Diego three days a week instead of driving to the office every day. You know, all these things I had to do that have taught me that it's okay to, to try. It's okay to not, not have something work out. You'll never have a failure failure. You'll only have lessons in life. So don't let yourself make excuses anymore. Never let yourself doubt yourself at all because you're the only person that can make anything happen. You can't wait for someone to come hold your hand. You can't wait for someone to say, do this, do that. You're the one that has to take action on it. Anytime I grab my camera and I go film something, I feel special because I'm creating something that nobody else can from my perspective, from my point of view. I'm doing something on my own that I'm proud of, that I'm excited to share with the world and show what I can do. Whether that is with how I can grow my affiliate, how I can grow my YouTube channel, how I can help my clients with their social media, how I can apply the same tech techniques that I do to their company. Whenever I teach Parker something or my team here, I feel very, very special. Like I'm doing something, I feel fulfilled. So there's so many things that co go into play beyond starting a business that you don't think about until you're actually in it. I'm three and a half years into running my own company, working for myself, and I never let my ego slip away. I never let it slip away. I always look around. I'm like, dude, this is so sick. I don't do it often because I don't want to boast, but on the podcast and for myself, when I see my name on the wall, I'm like, okay, take a deep breath. Look where you're at, dude. I remember crossing my fingers for this moment right now, and I'm living in it. I'm living in it right now. And it's so cool. It's such a cool feeling. So it's not that hard to start a company. I want you guys to listen to this podcast and understand that if you have an idea and you're passionate and you, you're creative, you know, anything out there, please just give it a shot. I want you guys to focus on that and be patient with it. Give it a, give it a year or two. Don't give it a week or two. I think the more patient you can be, the better. So I don't know. I hope the podcast helps you guys. That's all I can say. I love making YouTube videos and stuff, but this podcast stuff is really fun. I really enjoy it. I've worked very hard for where I'm at. I've worked very long for it. And I couldn't ask for more. Sure, sure, like the money would be cool to have a lot of money coming in, but 
I have an M3 and I have what I have and I'm, I'm thankful for it and I have my team. And the definition of happiness, the definition of success to me is being happy. And I don't want people to measure it in money. Money is just a part of it. You know, money comes with, with hard work and talent. It's just a matter of time and persistence and staying dedicated. So the only thing I ask for you guys is if you can, if you buy anything on Amazon, please click the links below. Any of them help me. You don't have to buy the actual product as long as you click it and buy anything else for the next, like, I think, day. It still has cookies that feed back to me. So, uh, and on top of that, if you guys got any value from this too, shoot me a DM on Instagram at Spencer Burke. Uh, everything's below to contact me. If, if it brought you any value, if you have any questions, I'm always there to help as often as I can. It's, uh, it's a little bit of a crazy time right now, but I will do my best to respond to everybody. So once again, thank you guys so much for watching. It means the absolute world to me. Please thumbs up the video and subscribe, and I'll see you next time. Peace.